Now about this person's views about pedophilia, sexual molestation, rape, and consent. This person believes that consent is not a real thing, that the concept of consenting to sex is not a real thing in this person's eyes. They treat it as always as always a non-existent factor in people's relationships. But truth be told, this factor is an existent one in any type of relationship that involves any type of sexual intimacy. Consent is required for any type of sexual intimacy to even be considered okay. This person also has some really screwed up views about rape, where they say that rape is a non-existent thing, despite the fact that many people have been raped over the past few decades in the United States, let alone the world. Him denying the existence of rape is more or less a slap in the face of all victims of sexual assault, whether they have been teenagers, adults, or even children, when they were being sexually assaulted. This person's views on sexual assault are abhorrent and dangerous. Because it seems like this person is more obsessed with what they believe to be true, more than what's actually true in the real world, outside of their delusional little skull. Their views about pedophilia are exactly the same. They say that pedophilia is not a thing, they say that age is not a thing, so pedophilia is not a thing because age is not a thing. In their own words. They deny the existence of a terminology or a certain set of people that happen to exist, and if they deny the existence of these set of people, whether it be children or the pedophiles that offend on them, then that justifies whatever these people do to children because he denies the existence of both and denies the negative aspects of what this actually means when someone's born with that particular disorder. It's unfortunate that we're dealing with someone so mentally screwed that they believe everything they say is true just based upon the fact they say it, but everything someone else says is false because they're not the ones saying it. By they, I mean him. If Stetson doesn't say it, it's false. If everyone else says it, it's false. If Stetson says it, it's true. Because that's what a crazy person believes. A crazy person goes by their own standard of life, goes by their own standard of ethics and morality, even if their own standards of ethics and morality are completely fucking batshit insane. Which is exactly what he is. He's crazier than a shithouse rat, and he refuses to accept that because he's so in love with himself and so infatuated with the idea that no one will challenge anything he says, that he's devoted his entire existence to putting himself in a situation where he's the only one allowed to have a voice. He can say whatever stupid shit he wants, provided it's actually true, or provided he actually says, this is my opinion, here's what I think. But the problem is, he treats his opinion like it's a fact, because he's the one that states that opinion. And it makes it really hard for anyone to take him seriously, or really treat him with any degree of respect. Not like he deserves it anyway, but the fact is, he is an insane, delusional little man that should not be around, that should not be around children, or anyone at all that could be physically overpowered easily, if at all. Because, let me just say this. He would rape someone, if he wanted to. And the only reason he doesn't try is because he knows that if he does, he'll be held accountable. That's the only thing that really stops him is the fact that despite his lack of self-awareness, he's aware enough to know that what he does could potentially cause consequence to him. And that's the only thing that he's truly aware of, is the fact that anything he does outside of what other people say is going to result in consequence to him when it comes to him raping anyone or molesting a child. 
These are the real reasons he does not offend, is because he's aware that the consequences will come down quick and hard. They will attack him swiftly and devastatingly if he tries to do anything of the sort. But instead of allowing that to convince him that his behavior is not justified, he tries to make that embolden him into behaving in an even more aloof and insane way that no one will take seriously. We are dealing with an actually insane little human being who is so in love with the concept that no one will challenge anything he says that he will continuously tell himself time and time again that everyone else is at fault for everything he does, even if it's his own actions, even if it's punishment for the things he's done, or even it's even if it is simply them going tit for tat with his own behavior. He's not well at all. No one should take anything he says seriously enough to actually entertain the notion that it might be true, because it isn't. He's entitled to his opinion. He's entitled to say whatever stupid things he wants. But the difference is, he does not simply say, here's what I think, and here's why I think this. He says, here's why I think this, and I'm right, because I say I am. And this is not the kind of person you want occupying any place where people could see this, especially impressionable people who don't know any better, who are not mature enough to think critically and ask questions. You don't want this kind of person exposing them to really dangerous ideas that could cause them to hurt someone else or cause them to get hurt themselves if they decide to follow this person's lead. Now, luckily, most people that he's tried to brainwash with this nonsense are adults and know better. They're not stupid. They're not as easily brain dead as he keeps trying to convince himself everyone else is. They're actually mature enough to say, yeah, you know what? This guy's fucking insane, and I don't think anything he says seriously. And I think that's why he gets so frustrated, and that's why he does the things he does, is because he legitimately knows that no one takes him seriously. And because nobody does, he needs to keep trying to reinforce what he believes to himself. Because he's slipping Well, anyway, let's get on to his thoughts about gun rights. I'm not going to make this a separate little snippet because I might as well just get a two for two. His thoughts on gun rights are that no one has the right to a firearm regardless of whether or not they're a completely sane, completely rational, completely mentally healthy person. Because in his mind, if all the guns are gone, magically no one's killing anyone anymore. I mean, it's not like there are people who are burned alive or beaten to death or stabbed or strangled or crushed under heavy things during homicides that involve heavy loaders or heavy equipment. It's not like all these things occur outside of the little cartoon he calls his world. His views on gun rights are unrealistic because he thinks that everyone's just going to hand over a gun just because people go around door to door asking for them like they're fucking Girl Scouts. That's completely untrue. No one is going to walk door to door and just hand over their weaponry, especially, for example, if someone works in the drug trade. If someone's selling black tar heroin, they're not going to hand over their AK-47 to some dude with a clipboard who shows up on his doorstep asking for his guns. Realistically, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, when Nazi Germany did the same thing in the 1930s, it was because they were trying to disarm the civilians and the general public so that the military could have an easier time bowling over them and forcing people into submission. He seems to not understand why the Revolutionary War was fought in the first place. It was fought not because the U.S. was intolerant to England. It was fought because people were getting sick and tired of being told that their taxes were going to be extremely high 
for no real reason, just to be told to sit there and endure it. The reason that the Second Amendment was made wasn't because of foreign threats. It was made because the government itself could potentially become a tyrannical threat again. So that was drafted to be a safeguard, a safety net for the civilians, for the average citizen who wants to protect themselves from a government that's overstepping its bounds. The fact that he doesn't understand this shows me that he's not intelligent enough to try to tell himself that he's aware of what he thinks he knows, because he's he's really not. I mean, he's not a historian or a philosopher or a scientist. He does fundamentally nothing. He does really nothing to aid in the better understanding of what he's talking about at all. He truly doesn't understand 90% of what he talks about. And he keeps trying to tell himself he does. This is not how a normal human being behaves. Let me clean my lenses really quick. A normal human being doesn't continuously need to tell themselves that they're right based upon whether or not they just happen to believe something. Usually they can provide some sort of statistics to back it up or at least give what they say. A lot more credibility than simply saying, Herd or I'm smarter than you. Because that's not how a real discussion works. That's not how real intellect works. Intellect is based upon collection of data, analyzing it, and then being able to spit it back out and let people know that you're aware of all the statistics relating to gun violence and gun deaths. Oddly enough, most of the people that are killed during gun violence are not random people that shot other random people. It's usually someone who was already mentally ill, who people were suspecting might have been dangerous from the beginning, but they just don't investigate far enough into it because most people don't do anything. Usually, most of the time, it ends up being a giant nothing, so most people aren't really concerned with it. But the reason that, unfortunately, we need to start taking that shit a lot more seriously because in recent years we've seen people snap a lot more frequently due to stressors. But I feel like the best thing that people could also do as well in correlation to that is maybe try to figure out how we can better train people to re- to recognize red flags when it comes to psychological traits that could correspond with violent or even homicidal outbursts. I think that would be a far better way to actually deal with the problem than just simply confiscating something from everyone. All I really have to say is, this person does not understand anything about the Second Amendment or any other amendment in the Constitution. This person does not understand the United States' history when it comes to tyrannical governments and when it comes to why the Second Amendment exists. And someone as poorly educated as this should not be telling people about their country, that they, the country that they live in, when this person has obviously not spent a single minute trying to really understand why certain things are established on the country that they are so arrogantly bitching about.
while they themselves also inhabit the soil of the country they hate so much, while at the same time whining and bitching and screeching and complaining when other citizens of the same country, namely the U.S., are telling him straight up that he doesn't understand a fucking thing about the country he's living in, because he really doesn't. I mean, the guy has no real education whatsoever, because if he did, he'd understand why the Second Amendment was originally drafted. And he just doesn't. And honestly, it's sad and insane to talk out of your ass about something you clearly don't know. But let's move on.